it cold out there? It's freaking freezing. It's so freezing. It is so freezing. But now it's hot. And now it's hot. Because my name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. And you guys are listening to the podcast that's heating up the airwaves, that's saving the world one podcast at a time, the Carolyn and Joe Show. My name is Joe Carabay. I'm a filmmaker, a photographer, a writer. I'm, I'm, I'm always saying magician, but musician. But today, today I'm here. I'm in the studio. And I'm a podcaster. And across from me, their own soundproof booth, ready to take on the world one comic strip panel at a time. The creator of Curls, her name is Carolyn Bolevsky. How are you doing, Carolyn? Doing good. It's freaking freezing out there. We just got back from the from the the the, the newest the newest Nova Pro Wrestling show that happened in Annadale. I had a freaking damn good time, Carolyn. Did you have a good time? I did have a good time. It was a good time at Nova Pro. Nova Pro, it's always you know, people always have this thing. I don't know. What would you categorize pro wrestling as? Like, what what, what type of what type of? Uh, well, this is definitely an indie pro wrestling. It is definitely, show. This it's is definitely this is definitely an like indie show. WWE. It's not WWE. Um, it was held at the Annandale Fire Department, which uh, ha ha ha! Everyone laugh at that because like people that don't understand wrestling, like when I tell them these things, they just like laugh at it. Why? Why would they laugh at it? I don't know. I guess they think it's funny that. Like it's a more community based thing. It's it's funny I because I, I I always feel like people sort of frown upon pro wrestling, and they always like I remember like people have been laughing at like when I even when I tell them like the art of pro wrestling. They always say like they was like Haha, art of pro wrestling, and I don't understand that. What it's like it's like it, yeah it's in a way it's a it's a it's a carny thing, but. So this is better than watch. So pro wrestling, the art of the world of the craft of pro wrestling is better than fashion. Is it better than like? Is it is it is is it worse than fashion? Is it wor- is, is it like this? Is it like the worst thing ever? Because these guys are in a ring, a stage that's a ring that's pretending to pretending to fight, and that's like it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. wh- wh- why do you think people dislike the pro wrestling? genre i'm not really sure because i don't connect with the way that they think but i think what their perspective is is that it's silly and it's fun and it's like they already know who's gonna win or maybe they don't know but they know that it's been planned that it's been staged or something they always use that as an as an act right mm -hmm. they always usually say people yeah well why do you watch that it's fake i'd rather watch People kill themselves. I'd rather watch the gladiators. <laughs> Whenever I've seen like any depictions of gladiators, they uh, of course make it cool because it's Hollywood in the movies and stuff like that. But then in real life, if you actually saw somebody get killed like that right before your eyes, I don't know if you'd like really enjoy that in this day and age. I mean, I wouldn't. I would not enjoy that at all. I'm gonna take a take a bite out of uh, out of our, our I guess today's sponsor, <laughs> Hershey's Cookie Layer Crunch Caramel. I'm gonna have the caramel one. Okay, let us know how it is. Thoughts? I've had it before. It's very, it's very good. It has a chew and a caramel crunch to it. See, I, even though it has like the cookie in it, I didn't get like. To me, it's still like a candy bar. I don't. I don't really consider it a cookie. So on the subject of, of pro wrestling, I find that like people think of it. Almost like a, as a vaudevillain type act. You know, it's sort of like, I guess it's lowbrow entertainment. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they're like, I don't want to do that. I'm too cool to 
it's square. It's the same thing with comics too. Like comics is always a lower end form of art when when selling original art, like real comics pages. Of course, nowadays you know, Spider Man and you know the Hulk and X Men, like they're getting recognition in the movies and such. And so maybe the comic pages are worth more. But for so many years, even animation cells were worthless. I remember hearing stories about how people would just have the cells, like, thrown out in the grocery, you know, like, not grocery, but, like, in a garbage can tank, you know, and people would just trash it. And now, like, some of those are worth so much money. Those old animation cells are going for thousands and thousands of dollars because they don't make animation the way they used to on cells. And so now now they're worth even more because they're not digital. But same, like, it's like how art is valued. Even, I don't know, like painting, it's like it's worth more when the artist is dead. Like that's, you know, it makes sense because they can't reproduce any more paintings anymore. But that's how I feel like wrestling is just like the bottom barrel of entertainment. But like, I mean, <laughs> like to me, to me, it's but, not the bottom barrel. Of maybe it's not to you, but to you're, you're talking about the people that say these things. That's Tru- why I'm trying to put truthfully put I must, myself in their brain. And I, I, I might sound really horrible in saying this, but I feel like the bottom barrel entertainment is like like girls stripping. It's funny how like I feel like that's just like it's like so it's. It's like, well, of course, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's like, it, it, that to me feels lowbrow, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not talking about burlesque or stuff like that. I'm literally, you just go to a strip club, pay 20 bucks and you see girls shake their ass and there it is. That's, that, that's how it is. I almost feel like, okay, like when I feel like bottom barrel, it's like, oh, that's it. There's nothing complex to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like pro wrestling is, is a greater art form than that because it works on so many different levels. But someone could argue that a girl, like, what if she does really good dancing and pole dancing takes effort, too? Like, you need to have some real skill for that. I mean, that's true. I know. Sorry. But at the same time, guys just want to see you take your clothes off. <laughs> you know? Guys what? They just, mm-hmm. Sorry, now I'm I eating can't. the... I'm eating the mint one. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying in comparison, there's more to professional wrestling than what people perceive it to be. There's actually so many layers of what makes professional wrestling amazing. The fact that the genre consists of of rock and roll. It consists, it consists of performance. It consists of comedy, drama, physical, athletic, athletic like athletics and mm-hmm. and there's also this amazing level of absurdity. And there's this also what's one of the funniest it's one of the funniest genres ever, too, because it really can encompass such an absurdity and seriousness at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah. yeah, and you mentioned fashion earlier as a bottom barrel, but I feel like even wrestling can encompass fashion. Like, what whoever character the wrestler is portraying is brought to you by the performance of the outfit. On to- adds an extra layer of drama on top of everything else besides the athletic ability. You know, like what color they're wearing what their logo looks like, what their symbol looks like, what it says on their bourgeois, you know, like all of that encompasses more layers of the storytelling. So, yeah, so literally I'm always having to fight that, I feel like, ever since growing up, like, oh, you like pro wrestling with this blah, 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 blah. But how do you think it got that reputation? Because WWE is actually such a huge company. They're like a publicly traded company. They're on the stock market. Like, they give so much money to 
breast cancer and other various charities and like they do a lot of good work. Why do you think that they still have a reputation for not just WWE, but wrestling in general still has like a reputation? Well, it's because magicians, once you find out the trick, it like doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So like once people are like, oh, they're not really fighting each other. They're just, you know, they're just make believe. It's like now it's like, oh, now it's stupid. You know, I guess, and they like they look. They frown. But then, like, really, if you think about that way, everything is making something out of nothing. But everything's fake. (laughs) I mean, I hate to be so cruel about it, but even like you start thinking, even really at that level of religion too. Like, I'm not saying I don't believe or anything like that, but it's like, you know, people can say like, "Oh, holidays are fake," or "This are fake," blah blah blah. Fake. You also have those those videos, those shows. like I guess it's a mask. We see those guys, those healers, going all crazy, but they put their hand on people and they all like faint, like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's freaking pro wrestling right there. That's freaking make believe as well. Or like if you ever saw the end of Andy Kaufman, the Man on the Moon, like how they were gonna cure his cancer. Yeah, it's like that. You know, I I've always said that I be- I believe that the uh, the art of pro wrestling had that can tell you so much about life that reveals. This this performance, this fake genre, the the art of it reveals so much about real life that it's mind blowing. Like the whole thing that it encompasses. If you, I feel like if you understand that world, like you pretty much, and you you know you you've seen the hardships in which it can come and the successes, mm-hmm. and you see the creative that gets into it. It really does open your eyes to a new level of uh, of seeing the world. You know, it's like now. You know, all these people that are being fake, you know, like, and playing these things and in real life. You're like, that's freaking, they're trying to be pro wrestling and they don't even know it. Well, you know? exactly. And I feel like, you know, since we are wrapping up 2017, a major thing that happened earlier this year, like, in January, was Donald Trump got, like, in, inaugurated to yeah. be our president. And a lot of people, like, they're so outraged by it. And they, like, it's almost like they don't understand it. But then um, part of me, like, I feel like I've been able to handle Donald Trump a little bit more easier than others is because, like, I understand the way wrestling works. And I understand, like, the way that his campaign worked. And it's very much, like, if you're a wrestling fan, you totally get it. Well, you totally got it because you saw that he was playing people. Yeah. <laughs> but also I mean? not, just on, not just at that level, but, like, uh, first of all, he is associated with WWE. Like yeah. he's he's part of their Hall of Fame celebrity wing, yeah. and if you understand just the entertainment of it, and I've never saw The Apprentice, but I just I can understand like it's probably that type of setup too. It's just like if you understand that he's an entertainer, like yeah, he people get upset because they're like, well, he's not presidential enough and stuff like that. But you just got to realize that if you look at it from an angle of entertainment, then I mean maybe it's sad that that's. You know, from one point of view, it's like, oh, our president is an entertainer. But then it's like, once you realize that, I feel like it makes it a little bit more easier to digest. But also it sort of makes it worse because you're like, now our president is fake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now all, but now maybe, it's, just, it's, it's this big reveal that literally it's all, it's all just like fake. And make but that's me. the reveal of like maybe the previous, pre- maybe not every president, but maybe a lot of the previous presidents were fake too. You like know, it, it, like, it's almost like the whole entire government in a way is fake. It's but, like that whole thing is a big play. Even when we're talking about like the alien conspiracies and stuff mm-hmm. like that, those big cover-ups, yeah. that's working pro wrestling as well. It's but, like, oh, that's just, oh yeah, we just won't, we, you know, we'll, we're distracting you. But also the presidency, it does, I've always thought this is that um, I, even when I was younger, 
I, I thought that it's just like they're the face and they go up there and they'll do their speech and they'll tell you what's going on and this is the state of the union and such. And that's like, in a way, acting. But also, there's also this other part that I, that, I, that I think it's cool to relate to with the, with pro wrestling is as as a pro wrestler. Like when we come, I'm, I'm always I'm always intrigued that when you see you go to an indie show, you see these you see the wrestlers behind their tables with their own merch and their own merchandise and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's so similar with the way that we are with like conventions and selling our books. It is similar. You're traveling around to different cities that are putting on a comic con or a wrestling event, and you know, when it comes down to it, you're an indie wrestler or you're an indie comic creator and you're putting yourself out there and you're telling your own story, creating characters, putting out your own merch, being your own business person. It's very relatable in that sense. So at Nova Pro, was this the second Nova Pro show we've been to? I believe it is the second Nova Pro okay. that we, we've been to. Because the other one we went to, I believe was over a year ago and it was at the annandale jewish community center yeah the one we went to today was at the annandale fire department yeah volunteer fire department and you know it's funny when you when you think about these venues it's almost like a a small comic-con yeah because we've been to comic-cons at the dunloring fire station and um we've been to comic-cons at bowling alleys we've been to comic-cons in churches We've been to Comic-Cons, like, in convention halls, like, right above the Atlantic Ocean and Asbury Park. Yeah. We've, did I say bowling alleys? We've yeah. been to bowling alleys. Um, you know, like, they have VFW Festi- festivals, halls. Festivals outside, even uh, small, uh, like, at Black Cat and, like, you know, like, Music rock and venues. roll clubs. Yeah, yeah like, we've... we've been to, like, these small places selling comics. But then, you know, you tell people that, like, I don't necessarily think they laugh at it, but it's like, what do you expect? Like, I mean, it, we've obviously been to like fancy hotels too, but it's like, <laughs> I, it's it's just a place to set up a table and sell comics and see who shows up, you know? Yeah. But um, that's what I think is funny. Like the dynamics of pro wrestling and comics collide. And also I feel like the fans are very similar too, because they have the open mind and the creativity to be accepting of these types of ventures and adventures that we are putting on and i do i do think the fans pro wrestling fans is a is a special type of fan you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's to me it's a more entertaining fan um and a more you know a louder fan a more open fan Mm -hmm. more it's more than just like a sports fan because you have to you have to you have to absorb so much you have to absorb characters. You have to absorb. You have to understand the genre, and you have to be in the know of certain things. And it's almost like I feel like with pro wrestling, the more that you're in the know about stuff, the more yeah. that you're like that, the more you get really into it. You know, it's not like other things. Like the more you, I feel like sometimes the more you, the more the, um, the more you know the tricks, the more like you really know you understand the tricks and you get into it. Though sometimes people like to get turned away, but I think the more you get into the world of pro wrestling, it's, it's so it's so intriguing, so much more like so much more uh, interesting and dynamic of a story. Now, when you were younger, did it ever turn you off, like finding out that it was not as real as you thought it was? Because I can see like maybe a certain age. I don't know what age it would be, but when your your brain hasn't fully processed the world yet. And you suddenly find out that wrestling is fake, you might feel like the whole thing's a fraud and take a little break from it. Well, I know, like when I was growing up, 
like I always tried to. I guess I was told that it was fake like a long time, like like in my in my early years. But for some reason, I just still never stopped watching it. Okay. I mean, there were, like, there's probably like a year a year or so where I stopped watching for some reason or, or another. But I feel like I don't know. People are like people that when I'm watching, they're like, "Don't you know it's fake?" And you'd always try to prove, like, "No, look, it was real here. It's here." Because there's always little moments where you're like, "Wait." It makes you think like, oh, but that punch looked real, or they when they chop that looks real. You know, how's yeah. that real? But then like, but then like, oh, you know. But then they're just telling my dad. My dad would always just tell me like they're they're just telling stories. You know, he would constantly just say like they're just telling stories. Oh, they're making up more stories, and I would just always follow the story that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just kept on kept on watching. And people would people I would still have to deal with people like I don't watch it because it's fake you know for me like whenever the injuries happen and there are sometimes where the injuries are fake and there are sometimes where the injuries are straight up real but whenever those happen I can never tell the difference like <laughs> I just have like and I kind of get panicky when they happen too because I'm like oh my god like but then sometimes I think about it and I'm like well they they were like so quick quick to react but then other times it's like a questionable thing of like is he hurt is he not wait is if, that, what's happening because if you think about it, pro wrestling really is just all about injuries it's all about like okay how do we make this look real how do we make this injury look real how do we make that punch look you know what i mean it's like how do we do that it's like you have to know about injuries too to the point where like sometimes i bet like when you're when you're selling something like the the real injury isn't ever as dynamic as the performed injury mm-hmm. you know so going into the show tonight, what were you excited about? Was there a certain match you were looking forward to? Because well, I, I know you're a big fan of Sanjay Dutt. Well, I know, I know one of the main reasons why, uh, yeah, because, you know, it's no secret. Sanjay and I go back. Yeah. <laughs> go back. Go way back. Um, way back machine. Yeah. We, we're, we were enemies at one point. We, we feuded. Real over, life we, heels. We, we feuded over a belt. We, we, grew up, we grew up together doing that. But I know one of the one of the main reasons that draw that you drew, you know, that you you wanted to go to this show was because you're a big fan of Jimmy Jacobs. Yes. And I think that's you know that's that's awesome to do that. But what what exactly? If people don't know who Jimmy Jacobs is. Yeah. Well, he is the Zombie Princess. <laughs> I don't really know every little detail about him, but I know he's from Michigan. Hey, Carlos. I know that I first was introduced to him, I guess, through ROH, which is Ring of Honor Wrestling, another indie federation. And I've seen him a few times in Baltimore when ROH was doing those Baltimore shows. And uh, something about him, like the flamboyancy of his character and just the combination. I think he's said this on either Colts or Chris Jericho's show podcast, he's like said that his his character is like a combination of like a Chris Angel and like a Dave Navarro. And I was like, well, right there. Come on. Those are the combinations. You're like like, a pro wrestler that encompasses those things. I was like, "Mm, yeah. Okay. That's for me. You know, (laughs) that gets the mouth click. Like I was like, yep, that's for me. But, um, yeah. So I feel like that, is really cool. He has he wears nail polish, always like really cool colors and stuff, and uh, you know like visually he's appealing to me, and also his character is really fun. And then um, one of our friends, RC, started like sending me some of links that when I was getting into him, 
and he, like there was um pro what was it called pro wrestling x or something on mtv wrestling society wrestling x. society x and um like good charlotte was on the show and i was like where was this all my life <laughs> everything like, that you liked in one, in one show <laughs> i was just like whoa this is cool and and because, yeah because good charlotte commentated and also they performed and then in between they performed like in between like like uh like wrestling matches and he was with tyler black and then they had a guitar and so oh, yeah yeah and i was like yo where has this been all my life where was i at this time i don't know exactly where i was probably like doing college stuff or something but um it was cool to like go back in time and see it on youtube but i just got into like, watching jimmy jacobs and i need somebody to cheer for like going to the especially going to an indie show i might not know the characters as well as i do for wwe cuz it's on tv all the time whereas like indie show first of all doesn't really come to your town that often and sometimes the accessibility to the ta- taped tv stuff for indie shows is hard to get and also, I'm not one of those people that's, like, always on the internet in terms of, like, watching every single wrestling match ever on YouTube, you know? Like, I'm just not, like, cruising around on there that often yeah. in that sense. So, like, I'm not as caught up in indie world of wrestling as other people are, but I still need somebody to cheer for. And it just seemed, like, very obvious that Jimmy Jacobs was my guy. Like, that's the other cool thing about wrestling is that, like, there's a character for everybody. You just got to find yeah. who, who you want to cheer for. And, um, it just, like, to me, it, like, it had, it, it, like, the whole zombie princess thing, like, encom- encompasses, I guess, something that was appealing to me. And then, um, like, when Jimmy Jacobs, fast forward, you know, Jimmy Jacobs actually ended up working for WWE, but not as a wrestler. He started writing in the WWE creative team. And so then that was kind of, like, a bittersweet thing because on one hand I was like that's a really cool opportunity for him and also like I guess from like a more caring perspective it's like okay cool like he doesn't have to hurt his body as much and put his body through as much pain because it is like tough to be a wrestler yeah and so like I guess from like a more loving perspective I was like oh you know like this is good now he's gonna be okay (laughs) like yeah I'm like cool he can like save his money and like hopefully like everything will be fine, you know, like, but now, I guess, like, long story short, more recent news, he was, uh, future endeavored by WWE. Because he was unprofessional. Because he took some photos with, um, a competing, uh, wrestling promotion. Yeah, with the Bullet Club. And, um, I guess Vince or whoever behind the scenes didn't like that. And, like, part of me thinks that that's kind of bullshitty, too. Like, I get it. Like, you don't want to put out your competition in in terms of, like, putting them over. But then also, like, feel like Jimmy Jacobs, like, it wasn't like he was tweeting or Instagramming from, like, WWE account or something. You know, like, it, yeah. it was, like, his own personal account. And also, he, I guess he has, like, a lot of followers, but it's not, like, a lot that it's going to, like, hurt WWE. Because he's not, like, a brand, brand, brand name. No, you know, it takes like a special person to even know who Jimmy Jacobs is, you know, and I'm not trying to dismiss that. You're a special person. (laughs) No, I mean, like it does. Like not everybody knows who he is. Like only the inside cool people do, you know, but it's like, I don't know. I think it's kind of bullshitty, but I do remember Jimmy Jacobs saying this quote. I think it might have been on Colts. I can't remember some other, maybe another podcast. And this is before he got fired from WWE, but. He said something to the extent of, like, the thing that will get you hired is the thing that will get you fired. 
And that always stuck with me because I've been let go a few times. And, like, honestly, I really can't... Well, I guess one was because of economy in, like, 2008, 2009. But, like, the other time, like, I couldn't tell you what I did that was wrong at all. Like, I, I was, like, a model employee, in my opinion. And, like, never spent any time on social media for that whole year. You know, and, you know, or never bullshitted. I was always working like, straight up working many hours a day, too, like, beyond the time limit that I should have. And, like, I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is that, like, he was hired because of friendship. And he even did the Festival of Friendship with Chris Jericho. So you're you're hired because of friendship, but then he's also fired because of friendship. That's how I view it. And But then then fast forward, now he's... And now he's now, he's, now, he's now he, a pro he, wrestler he has again. well he's always been a pro wrestler. Well, but, when we saw him in Ring of Honor before that, yes. when he was part of Scum and all that with the Steve Carino, but then now, now that he's been now that he's got released from WWE, now he's doing the indies again because that's in a way he's also wanting been wanting to get back to performing. He missed performing for those two years or so, and whoever thought we would ever have this opportunity to see him, but he then he ends up being part of the new Nova Pro show that's yeah. coming. And that was, you know... I'm that was not the main we, draw for not, me I'm, coming. Yeah, that was the main draw for Carolyn going. Because, uh, like, also, honestly, like, I am i wouldn't say that I wouldn't want to go, but, like, at this point... But you need like, a main draw, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, because I definitely have missed a few Nova Pro shows. Not because, like, I didn't want to go, but, you know, life gets busy and, like, it's not as urgent for me to, like, see uh, see certain people that I don't know as well. Now it's hilarious because during this show he was the he was like the, the on the I guess on the Powerbomb TV he was the opening opening show. It was the opening match. First Great. match. First match. Great match. Really super highly entertaining. I wasn't expecting that to be as entertaining, but it was great. And uh so but then after that, you know, he gets cleaned up and then just like just like in the conventions, they go and they sit by their table and they sell their merch and they make them make that money. So we had this whole entire time of now, you know, it, this is like, you know, the Car- Carolyn's seen him before uh, outside at the Ring of Honor, like, you know, like hanging out. And he's always, and she, I guess there's always moments where like, maybe I should go and talk to him, blah, 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 blah. And that never happens. So now we have this big buildup of now it's time for, now it's Carolyn's time to, to, to face this, I guess, fear or whatever, this challenge or mental, personal challenge of, 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 of uh, meeting Jimmy Jacobs. So how how'd that go? And why were you? I, I guess when we first approached that, you were pretty nervous about that, and you called I me was. you called me mean and stuff like that for not wanting to go with you. But now it's like, it's like the perfect you, you like you're looking for like the perfect time. But why were why were you nervous about it? I mean, like honestly, like I guess from a high school level, it's like I guess you could say I have a small crush on him, but like not to the point where I would actually do anything about it. It's just like one of those things that like you see somebody in high school or something from far away and then you're like afraid to even talk to them. It's kind of like an immature thing, I guess, <laughs> like in sense of like, I don't know, like in my head, I'm like, oh, there's Jimmy Jacobs. But then I'm like, I get scared around like. I guess, like the the impression well, you, of like you, you talking met, to him. You met you met like Good Charlotte. You met all these all these other famous people, and then Mark and, Hamill. And, and, yeah, like, and then like Vince Gill and, and all the people that you admired. But then, like, but then when we're like, oh, there's a break between the the matches. Are you gonna go there? And like, I can't do it. That was like it, it was a high school thing of like, no, I can't. I can't. 
easy. There's too much. Like there's, you'd pile up as many excuses as you can, as you can to not go. It's kind of crazy. Like I don't know why. I I have definitely talked to like a lot of huger celebrities or whatever we want to call them that, but like, and I don't really feel anything. Like I might get excited and be like, oh cool, there's John Stewart. I'm gonna talk to him for 15 minutes, and he's a cool guy, you know. But like. And I, and I like Jon Stewart, but I just, like, I get excited and happy and stuff, but I'm, I just never got to the point where I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to him because I'm too scared. You know, I was never, I had, like, I always have the confidence, but for some reason, like, Jimmy Jacobs, like, going into it, I was like, oh, I'm scared to talk to him. But Yes, maybe because you, maybe you did build it up real big in your head. I did. And it was, it's silly. Like, looking back now that I saw him tonight, I'm like, okay, everything's fine. I think I handled myself fine. But I guess part of the story that we should clear up is that, so we saw him at ROH a while ago, and then he was out on his table, like, they have the tables, and I was like, oh, man, I should, like, talk to him. But the thing is, is, like, the wrestlers, like, usually ask for a certain amount of money if you want a picture with them or, like you know that's shirt how, or like an eight that, by ten and that's all how that. they make that living i know and they pay for their gas and all that and like i get it but like part of it is like kind of creepy though because some of it's like unmarked or you're like i don't know what the, you know it's like i don't know it's strange it's i know people come up to me like people are like oh well people come up to you all the time at comic cons it's the same thing but then i'm like oh, but it's hard for me to like go up to him anyway so i missed my opportunity then and then i was actually ready the next ROH show, I had my DVD of Jimmy Jacobs, Love to Hate. I was, like, ready to go. I was like, cool, I'm going to have him sign this. Because then that gives me, like, something to come up to him with, you know? So I have, like, a, a vehicle for talking to him. And But then he was he was there at the show, but he wasn't out on a table to sign anything. So I was like, man, I was ready for you, but you weren't ready for me. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. Like I was ready to go. You also had some pretty awesome matches, as I, as I remember on that on that show too. Yeah, and I think so, he, I think I think he faced uh, Jay Briscoe. And so then, like, I missed out on that opportunity. So this is why today. Then then he went to WWE corporate, and then now like today I'm like it has to happen. So I like, you know, I was like, should I go in between matches? Because he was like out on the table. But then I never felt like there was enough time in between the matches. So then I was like, okay, I'll go at the end. And I, you know, I brought my DVD so I could like totally be like, oh, can you sign my DVD? And that's how I approached it. And I honestly, like when I was with him, I wasn't nervous. But the build up, my mental mind build up of meeting him was what happened. Like I just built it up too much. And that's usually... I feel like maybe that's how it usually that's how it usually goes. <laughs> with what? With building up anything? Yeah, with stuff like that. Even situation, you gotta find the right time. Well, it there's is always the- there's always that few that there's always that moment of like, oh, what am I gonna say? Like, just the moments when you know it's probably gonna happen. What am I gonna say? Blah blah blah. Stuff but it like is that. still like a fan thing, and I'm not saying it I want to. Yeah. I, I I'm not saying I necessarily want to have anything more than that. But like, you know, you have like somebody that you like and then like you're like oh i'm your fan like it's weird you know what i mean like it's not like it's not like a level where you're like a friend you know and it's like oh can you sign my dvd oh i'll buy a t-shirt from you you know like it's like you're a fan at that level you know 
So I don't know. I, I think I still mastered it pretty well. Like, for example, like I came up to him straight up. I was like, hey, can you send my DVD? He's like, sure, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, um, I was like, yeah, I was wondering if I was ever even going to get this ever signed again because, you know, you went to WWE, but now you're back. So, you know, I'm, it's good to have you back. And then... Like, I noticed his nail polish, and, like, immediately, I, like, I didn't even think about it, but I was just like, wow, I love your nail polish, because it was, like, this cool, like, metallic purple color. Am I fangirling right now? But anyway, it was, and I, like, but then, uh, like, right after I said that, I was like, ah, should I have said that? Whatever, because he didn't, like, answer anything back. But then I was just like... He didn't say anything back? No. And then, like, what, I don't know, should he He was looking at the DVD, though. It seemed like he was looking at it pretty intensely. Yeah, I think maybe he hadn't seen it in a while or something. Probably, probably not because he was looking at. It, he's like, "Oh, I look so young there." Like it's a totally like he was remin. I felt like he was reminiscing, which means you're probably the only one that brought in the DVD. He was reminiscing. He was like, "Man, I'm so young in this picture." He's like, "I'm like 20 or something." So that means like he hasn't seen it in a long ass time. Probably he was reminiscing while I was comment complimenting him on yeah. his nail polish, and his nail polish color was pretty rad. So, I don't know. I was excited about that. I guess we had a good inner in in uh, action. And then I got a t-shirt. And then I got a picture with him. So, that was good. And he was like, make sure the picture's good. And that's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. The picture is good. And I, uh, you know, it was good. I don't know what to, like, really expect anything more out of that. But, so, like, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm just saying that it's, like, still, like, you're, like... Oh my gosh, it's Jimmy Jacobs. Like, I seriously have been waiting, like, I, I don't know how many years, like, three or four years for this moment to happen. And it happened. So I was a success in terms of, like, I actually was able to talk to him, and hopefully it didn't seem too awkward. And I that, mean... And that's why pro wrestling is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I have a good time at the show. It was a good time. It was fun. Lots of crazy stuff happened. A giant box of Whitman sampler went all over the floor, right oh, in front yeah. of us. It was a pretty fun show. Yeah. I, I would say, I would recommend I'd recommend people go to the Nova Pro shows whenever they have those things. If you're in the North Virginia area, really go to as many pro wrestling shows as you possibly can before you do not have a chance to. Because wrestling on television is one thing, but wrestling like at a at a live show in person is so much fun. They try to they try to entertain you. They try to entertain you, and they sacrifice so much of their life to entertain you and make sure you have a good time. And that's why pro wrestling is awesome, and I always believe by I always stand by that. So many times I've been at the indie shows, and I have more fun than the WWE shows. Yeah. Because they're more personal. So go out there, ladies and gentlemen, and go watch a wrestling show in person. And just have a good time doing it. Yell and scream and do everything that you want. Just... Damn good, damn good fun. And that's the show today. That's the show. We're recording this late as hell, but we got it done. Pot Semper number 29, right? Yes. Yeah, number 29 in the books. How many episodes we have left? Two? 30 and 31, right? Two more episodes. Two more episodes. Two more episodes right, of Pot Semper. So send in your predictions of what 2018 is going to bring. We're gonna, we should do a prediction show. And also send in your 2017 memories, your best of lists, whatever you want us to wrap up the year with. We'll discuss. 
And of course, this show is brought to you by Straight Productions. Check them out at straightproductions.com. Check out my work at joecarbeo.com, goastray.tumblr.com. Also on the socials at astrayj and at joecarbeo underscore photography. Download this song. Run by Monday Mistress, MondayMistress.com, iTunes, blah, 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 where you find music, music is there. What do you got, Carolyn? I have a website. It's www.carolynbalewski.com. You can check out all my designs, illustrations, comics, all that fun stuff. I'm also on the socials. My handle is at Carolyn Bilewski. Check me out there. Also, carolynjoshow.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, where you find podcasts, we'll find you. And as usual, my name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. Be excellent to each other. You're bona fide. Two more episodes left. We'll see you tomorrow.